0: hey guys welcome back to mindset managed today i wanted to talk about a special someone because i'm recording this on my partner's birthday happy birthday patrick um you're hearing this the day after his birthday and i just wanted to talk about the lessons the life lessons that i've learned from him and our relationship over the last nearly six years now that we've been together And those years have flown by, I can't believe it, and we're completely different people to who we were when we first met. But at the same time, we're not that much different, because people do change, obviously they do, but not so much that they're unrecognisable. I mean, he's still the young, silly boy that I met, and I'm still the young, anxious boy. Bundle of worry that I was. Um, it's just now we've got a whole lot more to us. We're a lot stronger, a lot more confident. We've grown. We've grown up basically. And the great thing about kind of being in a relationship from when you're teenagers, in a way, to adulthood, you kind of grow up together. You become adults together. You learn about life together. And some people obviously that doesn't last. Those relationships don't last because as you grow into adulthood, you become very different kinds of people, or you begin to want different things um, but luckily for us, we met when we was nineteen, uh, so we were still kind of adults, but just not very old, like not very long into adulthood, so we 're still fresh and I think that we still want very much the same things we still want a family, we still want to see the world where um, not so much that like you know we 're avid travelers who need to go on a plane every month, but we 're some people with people who like to go away often, if we can, uh, with people who want to experience new things, try new things. We've learned to cook together. We've learned to be a team, basically. Our relationship works so well because we are a great team. Even without having to communicate it, we are good at supporting one another. And when we do communicate, we communicate our needs, we communicate our troubles, we communicate. Not perfectly but well and that's why I think we work because we don't hold back if there's something that needs to be said something that we, need, we are feeling then we, we talk about it and I think that's one of the key things to any relationship is that teamwork and that communication right but anyway I just want to talk about the things that he has taught me over our, my time with him and what our relationship has taught me over our time together. The first thing is humility because Patrick is he's just a good person. Like, he's funny. He is funny. He, that's, like, his key thing. Anyone who's known him would know that he likes to make jokes. But that's not why I love him. The why I love him is because he's a good human being. He's the most good person that I've ever met. And you might be thinking, like, oh, what's so good about being good? Well, the thing is, it's the most undervalued quality in a person and it should be valued the highest value of anything in the world because what does it matter if you're the most intelligent person in the room you're the most hilarious person in the room you have the most money in out of everyone in the room you have the most things or the biggest house or uh, the best job or uh, i don't know any of those different things why do, what does those things really matter if that person isn't a good person a genuine loving kind good person right? Those are the most important qualities. And Patrick has that in abundance. He does not feel comfortable if somebody else is unhappy. He wants to make sure everyone feels included. He wants to make sure everyone feels good about themselves. He wants to always ask how my family are doing. You know, he asks how his family are doing. How can he help? You know, he's a helper, he's a carer. He wants people to just be happy and be happy in his presence. He sees that as his duty to make people in a room smile, to make them feel good. So, yes, he might crack a bit too many jokes sometimes, but it's because he wants everyone to just feel good in his presence. And I think that's a beautiful quality to have. He's always trying to just make sure that when he's there, there's smiles in the room, whether they're from jokes, or just from a good conversation, or from, you know, him caring and listening to your stories, whatever it is, he he's just great, and for me, like, for a long time, I worried that I wasn't good enough, that I'm, I'm so ambitious, that I worry that I'm not going to achieve enough, that what if I have a very average life, but he ch- shows me how beautiful average can be, and I'm not saying, like, he's average, I mean, like, not having to have everything, not having to be everything. But instead, as long as you're a good person who treats people well, then you are all you need to be. And we can be humble and be humbled by life so many times. And to appreciate that just, you know, the foundations of our life are the most important things, that being a good person is the most important thing, helps to ground you. And he reminds me of that so often, that that is just a beautiful way to live, a beautiful way to be. And if that's what I can do, which I th- I think I do as well, we're both really good, nice people, which is why we probably get on so well. Um, I think that's beautiful. And he's going to teach our children that. And so am I. And like I say, if my children are going to be ev- anything at all, I hope that they have kindness in abundance. So kind of tying on into that is he helps me have an appreciation for the small things in life because he has this view where, like I say, he's quite grounded. And so he sees like the joy in the small things. He helps remind me of the joy in the small things. Instead of worrying about having everything, instead of worrying about all the big things that you haven't done yet or you haven't achieved yet, he just reminds me that right here, right now, this is a beautiful life. This is a beautiful moment. And he reminds me to take a look around and be like, wow, I've got a home that I pay for myself. A TV that I bought for myself. A sofa that I bought for myself. I have friends who I can talk to if I have any troubles or want to go away or want to do something with. I have food that I can cook for myself or food that I can click of a button and deliver to my door. I have a job that's been secured during a pandemic. I have a job that I actually enjoy, I'm actually good at. I actually get to use my skills. I'm so lucky that I get to study where other people in the world don't get to have an education at all. I'm so lucky to have my dog and his smiles and his waggling tail that drives him crazy, like he's vibrating every time he sees you after I get home from work. Like those are beautiful, amazing things. And having that gratitude for those things is the most important thing. And it helps you to then be more appreciative of the big things when they do come along. Because if you're only ever happy and excited for the big things and you miss all those small things and those small things are the big things because they're the things that make up the majority of your everyday life so if you're celebrating the small things and you're celebrating every day and we should be celebrating every day because every day is a blessing every day has at least one element of beauty in it and it is just there for those who choose to see it and I'm so grateful to have a person who does see it again he's not perfect he has days when he's down he has days where he can't see the good everybody does but he of his nature is is just a happy ball of joy, ball of energy. He's, yeah, like, he could say he's a big kid, but you know what? That's a beautiful in this world where everyone has seems to become obsessed with more, 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 better, better, better. In a world where everyone's comparing themselves and hating themselves, trying to fix themselves. In a world where people are turning bitter and angry and judgmental and gossiping and hating one another. To have someone in your space who you see every day, we you wake up to every day, you go to sleep next to every day, who is energetic and happy and innocent is beautiful. And it reminds you of the small things. It reminds you to be humble. It reminds you of what truly, truly matters. And that is who I choose to have in my life because that's what I need to balance myself. I know my weaknesses. I know that I can get wrapped up in worry about the big things when actually the small things are very strong and and I have great foundations in my life. I'm very lucky. I'm very humbled and grateful and blessed. And he reminds me to look at those things and to clap for those things and appreciate those things and love those things and love him, obviously, too. The next thing that he teaches me is to... Appreciate the humor. So obviously, like I say, he's a big jokester, big trickster, a bit of a um, madman sometimes. But he helped me to bring that humor back because it's not like I don't like a joke. Obviously, I couldn't be with him if I never had a good sense of humor. I I think I do. I like making jokes myself. I think I'm quite funny, Um, and my family are quite funny too. So every we all like a, a good laugh and a joke. But he reminds me to have that in every moment, if you can, to just, it's fine to laugh. In fact, it's encouraged. If you can laugh as much as you can, like count the amount of times that you laugh in a day, like a big belly laugh with your head drawn back and your teeth showing and you're laughing and you can't breathe and your belly's hurting from how much you've been jiggling. Like those kinds of laughter are just the most beautiful. And you you can go a day without laughing if you're not careful. And if you are going days and days and days without laughing, then you're doing something wrong, in my opinion. There is always room for laughter. There's always room for joy. And in fact, it blesses your life. It makes your day a lot better. It makes you feel this sense of healing and therapeutic, like, cathartic release from laughter as well, like, you get that from crying, but you can get that from laughing too, and if you laugh whilst you cry, or you cry after you laugh, then that's fine, like, it's the most beautiful release there is, because you kind of release your inhibitions, and break free from that fear of judgment, and shame, and all that, and you just let loose, you just let go, and you just be, and you're completely human, laid bare, naked, and it's beautiful, it's the most beautiful thing, and he reminds me to bring that humour, that it's fine to laugh at something that's absolutely ridiculous, it's fine to make a joke out of a situation that's a bit scary, it's fine to, you know, want to make other people laugh, it's fine to do that, it's okay, and it's good, and it's encouraged. And tying into that, he reminds me to just take life as it is less seriously, because I do take life very seriously, at least more when I was younger than I do now. I would worry over every little thing, try and control every little thing and obviously that's what bridged like my anxiety and it's not a good way to live to constantly be in this state of needing to control everything, needing everything to be perfect, needing everything to be serious and it's just, it's draining, it's really, really draining to constantly be turned on and of course you should take life seriously, you should take your dreams seriously, your ambitions seriously, your goals seriously, your relationships seriously, your job seriously, your finances seriously, there are things in life that you need to take seriously but you also need to have that balance of laughing and taking it less seriously and relaxing when you need to, playing just as hard as you work, you know. Having fun when you're chasing your dreams, because obviously I always encourage that we should chase our dreams. You should never give up on them. But then reality is there. We are adults who, you know, need to make money, need a roof over our heads. Sometimes we have dependents that we need to look after. And so chasing your dream forever blindly like an idiot won't work. But you should do it whilst you're you're working hard, whilst you're doing all the hustling. You should be able to play hard too and to laugh and have fun along the way. And in fact, you're much more likely to be successful if you're having fun along the way. Instead of stressing and putting too much pressure on the dream, that it just slips through your fingers because you're gripping too tightly. Like for me, obviously, because my dream is like creative, I want to write stories. I have to, I have to bring that Whimsy to it. I need to have fun with what I'm doing, otherwise, it just won't work. My stories just won't be wholesome and fun and relatable characters and real emotion and joy, which is what I want to bring to my audience. I won't have those things if I'm being so strict and serious and angry and controlled and perfect all the time. Instead, I need to let go and laugh and play and enjoy and explore and be creative. And he reminds me of that to just take life less seriously, to just go with the throw, throw caution to the wind paint a rainbow cut her outside of the lines and just see what the hell happens you know he's helped me to just damn well relax basically to let loose and just be me without worrying so much about every little detail i'll always be me i'll always be a bit uh, of a stickler but also he's helped to balance me out to relax me to bring out that side of myself that is silly because i am silly otherwise i wouldn't be able to be with him when I was younger I was the one who made up all of our games all of our imaginative role play it was me and obviously that led to all the stories that I'm telling now and always have done um I have that whimsy I have that play I have that excitement that imagination that creativity in me and that's why I was attracted to him anyway and he was attracted to me because we are both those kinds of people it's just that we manifest them in different ways I suppose and our personalities veer off in other aspects um but he reminds me that It's fine for me to be me, obviously it is, but also to remind myself to relax a bit and just just chill, just just take life less seriously. (laughs) So I don't want to be rambling about my partner all day, but he just reminds me to take a step back and to sometimes see things differently because he and I aren't perfect. We don't have a perfect relationship. Um, We work hard at it. We have to have our discussions and try and meet each other halfway just like everybody. That's an adult relationship for you. But he reminds me that there are different ways to think about life, different ways to think about things we think are fact, to, you know, kind of question our beliefs. And I always talk about questioning beliefs. I always talk about how important it is to not be 100% fixed in who you are or how you think or what you take to be truth. And he reminds me of that because we are different sometimes, like in some aspects, because we do hold different perspectives sometimes. It can be trying, but it can also be very enlightening because I think like what they say with like the um, whole social media problem is that we follow accounts that kind of echo what we already believe. So that's called an echo chamber. So you're shouting into the void saying certain things and the people are shouting back saying the same things and you're thinking that your, your truth your, is fact in actuality, there's a bunch of other evidence out there to the contrary. So it's dangerous to have people around you who all agree with you 100% on everything. You don't want to be around people who never agree with you, obviously, but you also need people in your life with different opinions and different perspectives to help you to grow, to help you to be more like open-minded and have a well-rounded view of world, of life, of yourself, right? And so my partner helps me with that. We agree enough that obviously we get on, we're, we're able to have a normal relationship but we also do disagree and we also do see things differently and sometimes like we come to an agreement that there is no right or wrong or we come to an agreement that I'm right or we come to an agreement that he's right and that's fine and that's important for us all to do to be able to have mature conversations and see things from different perspectives and to just take what's good and leave the rest that's all any of us can do is just take what's good and leave the rest with everybody's opinions and everybody's advice. Like when you listen to my podcast, you should just take what you feel is valid and leave the rest. You do not have to take everything that I say and just adopt it in your own life. If it doesn't resonate with you, that's fine. And so having a partner that's slightly different to me, being with Patrick, has helped me to realise that it's okay to have different perspectives. It's okay to disagree. Um, it's good to explore different points of view. It's good to see the world differently because obviously it helps me as a writer as well. I need to be able to explore different types of people, different types of characters in my narratives. So yeah, he's helped me a lot in that respect too. And the last thing that I'll say about him is just he's so supportive. And he reminds me that I'm always supported, whether I make the wrong decision or not, whether I do something big and scary or not, whether I want to try something new or not. Like, he he will be there and he'll have my back. And he reminds me of what unconditional love is, that you should never have to beg anybody or try and prove yourself to anybody. Like, thankfully, I haven't had to do that too much in my life. I have good people around me. But there have been times where i felt like I'm not good enough, there have been times where i felt like I've had to try and puff up my chest and and prove myself when instead the right people should love you for you and you should never have to justify like give them a reason why they should love you and he reminds me of what unconditional love is I look at him and I know that I can't disappoint him I look at him and I know that I'm good enough as me because he got into a relationship with me, yes, when I was, like, you know, young, slim and beautiful, but also I was very, very flawed and very, very sad. I went through a lot of hardships in the early stages of our relationship, and I have done, kind of, ever since. As you know, I've I've not been on my feet, had a stable ground for all of my adulthood. So the fact that he's stuck with me along that ride shows that our love is unconditional. When I put on a lot of weight, and obviously I never looked like the girl he got with anymore, again, it proves that that love is unconditional. He doesn't want me to just be some slim, sexy thing. (laughs) That's not what he was after. He was after the person underneath, the kind person that I am and always have been, the creative person that I am and always have been. So, yeah, (laughs) bit rambly, I'm sorry. I just wanted to kind of just talk and just tell you how much I love him and why I love him and what he's taught me because people, whether they're, Close relationships or not, or good relationships or not, will always be teaching you things. We're always, always, always learning things from people, even without recognizing it. But sometimes it's good to actually take a step, take a moment to appreciate what you have learned from somebody, what you have learned from a situation a job a home or a hobby or anything that you're doing or you're experiencing in your life it's all information it's all feedback that's informing who you are informing how you think and how you act so it's good to take a moment to just be like okay the closest relationships in my life how are they affecting me is it for good or bad what have I learned from these people are they good or bad and yeah it's quite an interesting thing to do Um, so yeah, happy birthday, Patrick. I hope you've had a good day. I love you so much. Thank you for all the lessons you've taught me. I can't wait to see what you're going to do with this year, what we're going to learn together. Yeah. (laughs) Speak to you all next week. Thank you for listening. Bye.